be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear what he had to say. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained. This man, they said, welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. A man had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, let me have the share of the estate that would come to me. So the father divided the property between them. A few days later, the younger son got together everything he had and left for a distant country where he squandered his money on a life of debauchery. When he had spent it all, that country experienced a severe famine, and now he began to feel the pinch. So he hired himself out to one of the local inhabitants, who put him on his farm to feed the pigs. And he would willingly have filled his belly with the husks the pigs were eating, but no one offered him anything. Then he came to his senses and said, How many of my father's paid servants have more food than they want? And here I am, dying of hunger. I will leave this place and go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your paid servants. So he left that place and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father said, saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy clasped him in his arms and kissed him tenderly. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf we have been fattening and kill it. We are going to have a feast, a celebration. Because this son of mine was dead and he has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the eldest son was out in the fields and on his way back as he drew near the house, he could hear music and dancing. Calling one of the servants, he asked what it was all about. Your brother has come, replied the servant, and your father has killed the calf we fattened because he has, not, he has got him back safe and sound. He was angry then and refused to go in, and his father came out to plead with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I have slaved for you and never once disobeyed your orders, yet you never offered me so much as a kid for me to celebrate with my friends. But for this son of yours, when he comes back after swallowing up your property, he and his women, you kill the calf we had been fattening. The father said, My son, you are with me always, and all I have is yours. But it is only right that we should celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come to life. He was lost and is found. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
So my dear brothers and sisters, um, today's gospel is very beautiful. The readings today are all very powerful. And I'm sure it's a gospel you're very familiar with. Chapter 15 in the gospel of Luke. For me personally, I think it's probably the gospel I've heard the most in my life. And yet, every time I hear it, I hear something new. It's such a powerful story that reveals to us the love of our Father for us. And it's an unconditional love. You know, it's difficult for us to grasp that because most of the love in our lives has been with conditions. And you'll see it's the way of the world, as you know. There's always an if. I love you if. Or I help you if. And with the exception maybe of mothers and some great friendships, uh, it's very rare unconditional love. And even if I say my own mother, there was days where it wasn't too conditional. Unconditional. There was a few if. There was things I had to do for her to appreciate me. And this is so powerful because as Catholics we, we can list off the creed and say I believe, I believe, I believe. Which is great. But to say that God loves me as I am, where I am right now, I can't believe that. That God would love little old me. It's so difficult for us to grasp. When it gets that personal, that's the step that a lot of us fail to do. I believe in the Trinity, Incarnation, Alleluia. Oh, can't say Alleluia during Lent. Praise the Lord. But God loves me, even after what I did last night, last week, last month. I cannot accept that. But that's the good news. He does love us as we are. God loves us as we say, not because we're good. Because God is good. And that's good news. That's liberating because it's not like we have to behave for Him to love us. He loves us and so we change and we come back towards Him. His love is what loves us first. And in the Gospel of Luke we see there is the lost coin, the lost sheep and the lost son. You have it, you lose it, you rediscover it and then there's a big party. That's the three move. And be honest with ourselves. Sometimes it's when we hit rock bottom that we really experience God's love. And if you've ever uh, met anybody who's gone through the 12-step movement, who's been maybe an alcoholic or addicted to something, you will see that many of them, because they hit rock bottom, they began to see things differently. Unfortunately, that's where we have to go sometimes. We have to go to a distant land like this son who basically told his father, I consider you dead. Because to ask for inheritance before somebody died in the old times was to say, provide for me, but I don't want your fatherhood. Give me, but I don't want you. And many mothers and fathers have had their hearts broken with their children who have used them or asked for money but not returning in love. I think maybe it's the calling of a mother or a father that sooner or later your child will break your heart. And that's the beauty of a mother and a father to remain unconditionally loving and available and open for their children. And we pray today for all parents who are in difficult situations with their children. And I think the, this journey of this young man, the son, coming back to his father, we can relate to this as well. Because he comes back, he hits rock bottom, but there's a turning point when he says, I will get up. He gets up and he comes back to his father. 
And this is a journey, I think, that inspires us all. If you've ever heard of the painting, the prodigal son painting from a Dutch painter called Rembrandt, if you look carefully at the painting, it reveals many things, but one of the things it reveals is that the face of the young man, the son, is actually the face of Rembrandt himself. Because he was going through a time in his life where he had lost many things and he had gone away to a distant land. Many Catholics are in a distant land who are far from the church. And actually the word in today's text is Kora Makra, which is an empty space. They've left the church. They've left the community. But where are they? Nowhere. They're lost. And we need to call them back. Or it could be ourselves as well. They're in that situation. And we see this beautiful scene where the son comes back. And there's four things we can see with the father. Where First of all, the father sees him from far away. Which means what? He was looking out for him. He was gazing in the painting of Rembrandt, you can see the father's eyes are squinting, almost blind from looking into the sun, constantly gazing into the horizon. Maybe my son or my daughter will come back today. As a priest, often we experience confessions of people 30, 40, 50 years away from the church. It's so beautiful. Beautiful because it's beautiful to see the joy in their hearts to come back into the fold, but also beautiful to see how God is patient. God was waiting for 40 years for this little moment where he could show his love again. So God is waiting for us. Every time you come to Mass, you could see it like that. You, you step into the church, God is peering out, looking for his daughter. Maybe today I will get a little bit of love and affection back from them. And second of all, it says he's moved with pity. It's a very strong word. It means his bowels were moved. So the compassion of a father, when he sees his son, no matter what he's done, when he sees his daughter, no matter what she's done, he runs down the road. It's not a static, distant God. It's a God who, any opportunity, he gets into action to try and bring us back closer to him. And finally, it says, he embraced him. And the word used is much stronger. It's like a, if you've watched rugby, it's like a rugby tackle. It, it says, it, he jumps around his neck. It's really powerful imagery to see how loving our Father is, how forgiving He is, and how impatient He is to show His love and His affection for His son or His daughter. And we see that the younger son is welcomed back into the fold, but um, the elder son is not happy. Now, you can identify with the, with the younger son, the, the, the prodigal son. Maybe you can identify with the father. Maybe you're a father or a mother who has her heart broken, waiting for her son or daughter to return back into the home. Or the elder son. Who's the elder son? It's probably a little bit us, where we've been in the church all this time. We go to Mass every Sunday, but we're just going through the motions. And what happens? The elder son is blinded by jealousy, by anger, the word is used today, and by resentment. He's so consumed with his brother that he can't even have a relationship with his father. He's so angry with something that happened 10, 20, 30 years ago that no relationship is possible either with God or with a human being. And there are many of us in that situation where we let wounds from the past make us cold and it breaks down the relationship with the Lord. But Jesus wants to break down those barriers. And we ask him today during this Mass, Lord, open my heart. I've been away. 
I've been resentful. I've been angry. I've done silly things. But he's waiting for us. You could see maybe the Eucharist today as an invitation to come back into the fold. And at the end of Mass, we'll have a special blessing for mothers today. We pray for all those mothers who've had their heart broken. I ask you to pray for a couple who are in this parish who recently have had a miscarriage. It's just constant where you see parents are struggling with their, with their children. Bringing up teens in today's world is a struggle. And God bless every mother and God bless every parent because they need God's grace and His blessing. And we'll pray for them shortly. And uh, just before the bidding prayers now, we're going to invite up uh, those who will be baptized and received into the church at uh, Easter. We'll have a little prayer to open up. We'll have the bidding prayers. And then we'll say a prayer over them that their journey towards Easter as well may be blessed. Amen.